Oh, hi there. It's me, Big. I'm coming to you from the inside of a cave, apparently. <laughs> I did my best to work with the sound on this episode, but I just wanted to say that I appreciate your patience and forgiveness as the sound quality isn't always as good as I would like when I'm recording different episodes in different houses in different cities around the world. Life's an expat. Am I right? Yep. Yep. Tell me about it. big and i am white and together we are big and white and you are listening to the big and white podcast a podcast where we explore what it means to be a foreigner in asia white yes. i'm so excited for this week's episode <laughs> you want to explain to our listeners okay so i don't know if you guys have been seeing these youtube videos where celebrities will read the auto fill um, of like Google searches regarding their names. <laughs> we are celebrities, so no. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to be searching big and white, although <laughs> maybe we should have. I don't know. I feel like um we would really need to be careful with the safe search settings <laughs> for that episode. <laughs> Could get very dangerous very quickly. <laughs> but... Even though we really love talking about ourselves, what we really, really love talking about is Kathmandu and Nepal. Yes. So we're going to be basically starting to do a Google search for something regarding Kathmandu or Nepal, which we we haven't searched these yet. We have no idea what's coming. And then we're (laughs) going to give you the answers to these questions. It's going to be good. I accidentally came across this the other day because I had searched Kathmandu to make sure I was spelling it right in like Nepali and Devanagari script. And there were some ridiculous questions on there. It was like, Kathmandu is all I searched for. And it was like, people also search for, is Kathmandu in Washington, D.C.? You know, crap like that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, who is searching this? Like, how is that the autofill? And why does Google think I want to know that? Like, don't they realize that every single Google search is for restaurants and things that are in Nepal. Yeah, come on, Google. Why are you gathering all this data on us? <laughs> You're not understanding what our autofill preferences should be. <laughs> so yeah, so we're pretty pumped for this episode. But before we get into that, I want to know, Big, how's your week been? Well, white. Let me tell you, I just finished reading this book that I love and I want the world to know about it. Yes. It's called Necessary Errors. Mm, okay. Yeah. And it is fiction. It's about a young man who is American and he moves to Prague in the early 90s, like right after the fall of the Soviet Union. And yeah, it's just very... It's not a lot happens in the book. He lives in Prague for a year. He teaches English, but it's just kind of little vignettes of parts of his life of Mm. what it's like to be in his little expat community and how his friends interact with each other. And he's gay. So his kind of trying to figure out the gay community there and like a Mm -hmm. couple of little relationships that he has and the characters are writers. So he's a very observant person and Nothing really happens. It's very ordinary, but it's also very thoughtful and deep. Mm. And 
Yeah, I wanted to talk about it on the podcast because I think it has some really fun, interesting little tidbits of what it's like to be an expat. And the author really explains that really well. It's this interesting combination of things that are very foreign, but then how they become familiar to you mm-hmm. and that whole process of what it feels like. Um, there's one moment that especially cracks me up where they're starting to become more capitalism. So they're starting to become more businesses around and stuff. And one of the businesses gets cornflakes, like Kellogg's <laughs> cornflakes in the business. <laughs> and it's like, he sees them up on the shelf and he's like, he asks the lady, like, are they for sale? And she's like, you buy? <laughs> so he buys a box and it like feels like this very special moment. And then he goes home and he eats them all in like two days. <laughs> And then he goes back to buy more and the lady asks him, like, what do you do with them? And he's like, I eat them. And he says, it feels like he's admitting to eating gold. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah, there's a lot of like really kind of cute moments like that, but also just interesting, yeah, sort of the deeper levels of how it feels to connect to a new culture and what that means for your own identity. So highly recommended. Again, the book is called Necessary Errors and the author's name is Caleb Crane. Sounds good to me. I want to read it. Yeah, you should. So how about you, White? How was your week? I'm so tired. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. It's been... I Yeah. So I have been really intensively over the last couple weeks, especially like getting ready for this conference, this linguistics conference that I'm going to be presenting some of my research that I've been doing here in Nepal. And the the conference happens to be in Paris, which is a really lovely added bonus. Hard life. I'm, um, I'm so jealous. I have that conference in my calendar. So I keep seeing it. And every time I get <laughs> sad, I'm like, I wish I could go. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, the fact that it is in Paris does not totally negate the fact that I'm tired of just in general, but like very tired of getting ready for this conference. And like, of course, you know, I've presented at conferences before, but every single one is so different, especially in different international contexts. So you don't ever know exactly what to expect. So, Mm -hmm. so I always feel like I'm just completely starting from scratch on every single one. And honestly, I have been, I have two, kind of two research projects, two language communities that I am doing right now. And I have been writing reports for these things. This is basically like writing a master's thesis, but this is just our full-time job. (laughs) And usually you would only have one project that you would be in charge of. Mine turned into two. It's my own fault, kind of. But anyway, I've been writing two reports and I've been writing them full time since June. Like even when I was in the UK, I was still writing. And, you know, it's it's exhausting to like be writing a report just so that you can start writing a new report. (laughs) And like I can't ever take a break from it and be like, oh, well, I'm getting a little bit burnt out of this. So I'll take a break for a week and do some other work because I need to get done with analyzing all of the data and writing the report 
of the one that I'm presenting at the conference because I need to have that like fresh on my mind and yeah, be able to like have that all formulated. So I'm just, it'll be fine. I know that it'll be fine. And I am excited to go to Paris and I'm excited to go to the conference. I think it'll be a good conference, but yeah, I'm so tired. I It's just been really stressful. <laughs> it'll be over so soon yeah. though. It's so soon, right? But then the crazy thing is that I'm going to the conference and then we'll get back on a Sunday. And then four days after that, we're going out on field work for five weeks, five weeks straight. Five weeks? Yeah. And then we get back from field work, and less than a week after that, I fly to the States for Christmas. Oh, my gosh. And flying to the U.S. is exhausting. Yeah. I hate doing it. It's worth it. You know, mm-hmm. like, I'm really excited to see my family, but you just feel like crap when you get there because it takes multiple days and time zones mess you up, right? You know so. what? If you just did it, like, three or four times in the same year, like I did that one year, <laughs> you would get so good at it. You wouldn't even bother you anymore. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't want to do that. You, you got to go into, like, this zen travel coma meditation mode. I think they then... call that a fugue state. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to say it, but <laughs> I just, I have like so many layers of things now. Like each time I add something, like now I use a sleep mask and I have noise canceling headphones and I have a <laughs> neck pillow and then I have like obviously my scarf and like my clothes. Yes. <laughs> Every time I have to go to the bathroom, I have to like unravel 12 things. Yes. But you know what? I'm able to sleep on the plane. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. That is something. <laughs> anyway. Well, dude, that sounds like a lot. And... I can't believe we're doing all those things so close together. Five weeks of field work. That's going to be yeah long. Yeah, it will be. But we have a good a good group of people going. So. Nice. That's good. I'm actually jealous. I wish I could come on that field work with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, yeah. We'd be yeah. like all these roaming badeshis. There's like 12 white <laughs> like, people. There's so pack. many of you. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well... To cheer you up from all your tiredness, are you ready to look at some Google autofill answers? Yes, I am so ready. Okay, so you guys, um, since I'm the weird, like, I don't want people to follow my data and I use this other search engine, (laughs) what we're going to do is White is going to use Google and I'm going to use DuckDuckGo. And then we're going to ask each other the questions that we find uh, on the search engine. So do you want to go first, White? Sure. What should I, what should I, what should I, should I be able to talk? <laughs> Why don't we start with is Nepal dot, dot, dot. Okay. Okay, Google. Let's see. Is Nepal. <laughs> What's the first one? Um, everybody wants to know if Nepal is a part of India. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so the first two, actually, no. One, two, three, four. Okay, I'm just going to read these because they're all pretty much the same. Is Nepal a part of India? Is Nepal in India, yes or no? <laughs> Which country is Nepal in? Where is Nepal located in India? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Okay, so everyone, um, Nepal is its own country. It is not inside of India, contrary to popular belief, apparently. (laughs) Just want to let you know. So it's between India and China. 
separate own thing. Ay, ay, ay. Is Nepal in India, yes or no? We're going to give it a hard no. <laughs> Oh, I had so I had multiple people ask me that when I was moving here. Oh, really? Or, you know, I'd be like, yeah, I'm moving to Nepal. And they're like, oh, I've always wanted to go to India. Oh, no. I'm like, that's cool. <laughs> I think people always think Nepal is Tibet when I talk to them. Oh, man. It's a very different Nepal's, right? Like, it's like split down the middle. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like everybody thinks it's the exact same as India or they only think the Himalayas. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so mine, the first question is, is Nepal a country or city? <laughs> Can you answer that for us, White? Um, maybe originally Nepal was basically a city when like the Nawars were settling in Kathmandu Valley and they called it Nepal or Napa. And then but... in the 1700s, that one guy was like, I'm going to make all these people the same country. <laughs> <laughs> So it's its own country, we promise you. And it's very <laughs> proud of being its own country and it's never been colonized. So Yeah. The next question is, is Nepal safe to travel to? Oh. Safe to travel to? Maybe not. I mean, you know, that <laughs> flight from America is probably one of the least nice parts of my entire life. <laughs> but travel in? Yeah. Yeah. As long as your bus doesn't fall off the side of a mountain, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think like seven people die a day from traffic accidents, yeah, but like it's the highest cause of death, right? Yeah, but the people are fine. Yeah. The next question, I don't know if either of us actually know the answer to this. Ooh, is Nepal playing the U nineteen World Cup? <laughs> when is the World Cup? <laughs> <laughs> well, but I isn't the like the main World Cup different. Let me see what the U19 World Cup Is it World like the Cup Rugby means. World Cup? Because the Rugby World Cup is still happening, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. Um, basketball World Cup? It looks... It's the Basketball World Cup. <laughs> the Cricket World Cup happened back in July. Oh, it's probably cricket. You're probably right. I don't see Nepal anywhere on there, though. I hope it's basketball. <laughs> like the shortest country in the world they're all playing basketball somewhere (laughs) that would be freaking adorable (laughs) don't patronize adorable that's so mean well yeah (laughs) Hmm. did you know that the nepal cricket team is nicknamed the rhinos and the gorkhalis no that's fun yeah Okay, I have uh, I have one more. This is a little bit further down the list, but I think it's a great question. Is Nepal a democracy? Oh, yes. People who use DuckDuckGo are very cool, is what I'm learning. Yeah, they're much... People who use DuckDuckGo are like intellectuals. That's right. We are so wonderful. <laughs> All the people on Google are asking the same sad question. <laughs> it's probably like one person like, is Nepal a part of India? What country is Nepal in? Where is Nepal located? <laughs> is Nepal in India? Yes or no? For goodness <laughs> sake, someone tell me. Like, somebody tell this person. I hope that you're listening to the podcast. Oh, that's funny. Well, the answer to is Nepal a democracy is yes, mostly. <laughs> so they have a parliamentary system and they have, so they have a prime minister and then they have a president also. Um, who kind of is the role that like the king or queen would be yep. when you have head of state versus head of government. Yes. Good. Yeah. You know how to 
explain things. <laughs> that was a failed poli-sci major. Oh, yeah, that's right. I should make you answer no, this question. thank you. <laughs> so, yes, people vote and it is a democracy. The end. Yep, yep. Do you have some more questions from Google? I'm going to search, why is Nepal? Ooh. Why is Nepal famous for? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to know what my first one is? Yeah. Why is Nepal 15 minutes off? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, See, you got to know Nepal to like ask that question. Yeah. You don't even have to know any kind of English grammar to ask my (laughs) Google question. (laughs) Yeah. Well, if you guys don't know, uh, Nepal is not on the same like hourly time zone as other countries. So right now, white is 12 hours and 45 minutes ahead of me here in Oregon. So Nepal is 15 minutes off because India is 30 minutes off and Nepal wanted to be different from India. (laughs) Um, Why is Nepal famous for? Um, (laughs) I guess if you say it in a southern accent, it makes sense. Like, why is Nepal famous for? Yeah, that's good. Um, That wasn't my best southern accent. Sorry about that, all the people of Arkansas. Um, (laughs) The Himalayas, maybe? Yeah. Uh, Prayer flags? Yes. And Buddha was born in Nepal. Yes, true. Every bus will tell you that with its decal sticker (laughs) on the back. (laughs) Or as Canadians say, decal. Um. My next question is, why Nepal is poor country? <laughs> oh, that's... So Google can get deep. Yeah, that is that is deep. I don't, I don't know that I want to attempt to answer that one. We don't know, but we do know that we really like Nepal. We do. We love it very much. My next question is, why is Nepal flag not rectangular? Ooh, I don't know that. I don't either. Have you either. heard the story? No. I do know that, so if you guys don't know, Nepal has the only non-rectangular flag in the world for a country. Uh, it's got, it's like two triangles stuck together. It's got two points. Um, I do know, though, that in the Constitution, there is a description of how to make the flag of Nepal without any measuring instruments mm. and to make it all the right proportions. Isn't that cool? It's amazing. Yeah, there's actually a YouTube video of a guy demonstrating it. We can post it on our, our social media. Um, but it has instructions of like how to fold it in different ways to make sure that it all looks right. So you could just be like, you know, out in the most remote place and be able to make a Nepali flag for yourself. Heck yeah, you never know when that skill could come in handy. Mm-hmm. Do you have another question for me, White? Why was Nepal separated from India? <laughs> <laughs> It never was part of India. You Let guys. it go. It's not going to happen. <laughs> oh. Well, my next question is, why is Nepal beautiful? Oh. That's deep. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> I mean, I think it's beautiful because it's so diverse. Mm. From Mount Everest, these crazy, pokey, quite snowy mountains. Yes. Down to... These jungle plains where elephants tromp through and make little footprints everywhere. (laughs) That's the most beautiful part of Nepal, elephant footprints. (laughs) I mean, it is kind of amazing. (laughs) Uh, 
Oh, here's another one. Why is Nepal called a landlocked? <laughs> Somebody like uh, completely lost sight of where their question was going. <laughs> They're like, we don't need a noun here. Yeah. Um, yeah, Nepal is a landlocked country, which is hard for me, a little California girl. Uh, I had some sushi the other day and it was like the best day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's, what's our next question? Oh my gosh. Anyway. How about how is Nepal or do you want to go on to Kathmandu? Let's do Kathmandu. I want to okay. learn about Kathmandu. Um, is Kathmandu expensive? No, sir. <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> some things are expensive. Like owning a home is expensive mm -hmm. and buying imported things like cars and electronics and appliances is very expensive. But food, cost of living, healthcare, cheap. Something else that's expensive. Toilet paper. Yes. It's overrated. <laughs> it all depends on what you're doing. That's right. It is overrated. <laughs> Another thing that is expensive, toilet paper. It all depends on what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Or how you're doing, maybe. <laughs> yeah. You pay in more ways than money sometimes. Anyway. A lot of mine are kind of silly. Like, is Kathmandu a district? Yes. Is Kathmandu a municipality? Yes. Is Kathmandu a city? Is Kathmandu a town? Is Kathmandu a state? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Um, is Kathmandu safe at night? Um, depends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's safer than it used to be at night. I mean, now there's streetlights, which there didn't used to be. It would just be like pitch black. Yeah. Um, but there was a while where there was people that were like getting not mugged like really bad, but just, you know, someone would try to grab your purse or like pass by you on a motorcycle and grab your boob or something. <laughs> um, but I haven't heard about that <laughs> oh happening gosh, in a long time. The logistics of that are so ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it would be horrible if it happened. But, like, can you imagine, like, you really have to have pre pretty good dexterity. That's true. <laughs> good timing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I typed in to DuckDuckGo, what does Nepal? And mm -hmm. I got some good ones. Okay. What does Nepal currency look like is the first question. Oh, well, it the size of the currency is dependent on the amount of the bill so the biggest one is a thousand rupees and it has <laughs> <laughs> i think it's mount everest on it yeah is that right mm -hmm. and it also has the national flower it's like one of those like what do you call it watermark yeah watermark so you know if it's a fake bill or not but mm -hmm. it has a national flower which is the rhododendron or yeah. laliguras and there's also an elephant on the back of the thousand rupee notes. Yeah. It's very special. Did you know people call those elephants sometimes? Those bills? Oh. Like how we would say <laughs> bucks for dollars. Elephants? People call them elephants. Oh. Yeah, isn't that fun? But yeah, the Nepal currency, so each denomination is a different size and a different color. And then all of them have a different animal that's native to Nepal on the back. Yeah. So there's one with deer, there's a rhino, there's... What else? Um, I don't remember. Tiger? I think the 500 is a tiger. Yeah. And the thousand rupee notes tend to be a lot nicer and because they, like, make them more often. 
Mm-hmm. They put them into production, and then you get the five rupee notes that are like real <laughs> small and like barely even paper anymore. It's like <laughs> yeah. it morphs into something else, and it gives you a disease when you look at it. And it's like a weird color because it's been through like four different. What's the holiday where they throw all the color everywhere? Holy. Yeah. <laughs> it's been through like four years of that. It's yes. Like five colors. Or it got like teacut or something like that. There's a lot of deer on the bills, I'm just realizing. There's a lot of kinds There's of deer. There's two different kinds of deer. There's like, yeah, five different words for deer in Nepal. There's a tiger on the 500. Yeah, I just said that. That's fun. I'm smart. There's a I snow leopard on the 50. Oh, a snow leopard. That's fun. <laughs> White's just over there, like looking through her wallet right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any hundreds. I can't think of what's on the hundreds. I think the hundred is a rhino. All I got is thousands. You know what I mean? Ooh, rupee, rupee bills, y'all. And the exchange rate for USD and Nepali rupees is like a hundred and ten rupees, I think, to a dollar right now, something around that. Yeah, so the biggest bill is worth about $10. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if you got to make a big purchase, which you always do in cash, then woo, buddy, you feel <laughs> like a high roller. That is a true fact. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm looking at the other responses for what does Nepal. We have what does Nepal flag colors stand for? What does Nepal living goddess do? See, intellectuals over here at DuckDuckGo. It's so true. But I also like this next list. Here we go. Ready? I'm going to do rapid fire and you're going to answer. Okay. What does Nepal worship? Everything. (laughs) What does Nepal speak? Nepali. And 121 other languages. (laughs) What does Nepal mean? It means the people of Nepal. It was originally a Nawar term. (laughs) What does Nepal need? Oh, it needs big to come back soon. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> um, what does Nepal look like? Big. Ooh, it looks like a strip of bacon. <laughs> Have I talked about this? This is how I describe it. I don't it. think so. It's like three stripes. So the top stripe is the mountain. The middle stripe is the hills. Like that's where Kamandu is. So it's higher elevation, but tropical. And then the bottom stripe is the flat plains that mm. borders India. We live right in the middle of the fatty middle bit. Mm, so delicious. The best part. <laughs> what does Nepal produce? Ooh, that's a good question. Lots of rice. Mm-hmm. Coffee is a growing industry. Uh, woven baskets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what else? <laughs> I feel like some of the things that like, like my sister sent me a picture of a cat bed that somebody had bought for her cat. <laughs> and it was made out of this like felt stuff. Uh-huh. And I'm like, dude, that 100% came from Nepal. I am positive. (laughs) I have seen those everywhere. And I've never known anybody to actually buy them. She's like, oh, well, they're really popular in America right now. I'm like, of course they are. That's hilarious. It's like felt things. Oh, you know what else Nepal produces that's popular in America? (laughs) Dried yak cheese chew toys for dogs. (laughs) (sighs) Chirpy. I don't like it. It's so good. It's my favorite. <laughs> oh, it's a bad texture for me. <laughs> um, what does Nepali sound like? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there you guys go. 
you know everything that you need to know now. Our Nepali listeners get the secret knowledge of what I said. <laughs> you all can make fun of my grammar and my pronunciation. <laughs> I welcome it. All right. Well, our time is almost up. So I want you to look up one more question okay. for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. I don't know if this should count as a final question, but why is Nepal <laughs> called a beautiful garden? Oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> you learn something new every day. Man. Oh, hey. Editing big here. Guess I was not thinking at all when I recorded this episode because I totally knew the answer to this. In fact, the Nepali National Anthem is called Made of Hundreds of Flowers. Uh, the first line of the National Anthem, which I just looked up right now, is woven from hundreds of flowers, we are one garland that's Nepali. So basically the metaphor of the flowers in the garden is used to express how diverse Nepal is geographically, culturally, linguistically, socially, all those things. And they're all flowers together in one garden. Ain't that nice? It's so nice. Okay. You can keep listening to the episode now. Have fun. Bye. So here's my final question for you, White. Okay. Does Nepal have an airport? <laughs> Holy goodness, who asked these questions? Jeez Louise. Ye of little faith. Yes, Nepal has an airport. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I have a better one. Are you ready? Yes. Does Nepal speak Spanish? <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't... It's all those Mexican tourists, maybe. They wanting to know if they can communicate when they visit. Are there that many of them? Um... <laughs> If you are a native Spanish speaker listening to this podcast for some reason and you're coming to Nepal and you're worried if Nepalis are going to speak Spanish, I'm sorry, they're probably not going to. But we can hook you up with like two Mexican families that own restaurants <laughs> yeah. there. So we got your back. Yeah, we do. Okay, what's your final question for me? The ultimate question that we may still be asking ourselves is... Why is Kathmandu so dusty <laughs> and so crowded and known as the city of temples and so developed? Yeah. But mostly why is it so dusty? <laughs> is that actually on there? Yeah. That's amazing. I thought you were making it up. <laughs> oh, you know, I think that's a question that no one can answer. No. Did the dust come first or did Kathmandu come first? We may never know. We may never discover mm. the true answer. No. But you know what? We still love it. We love Kathmandu. We do. We love Nepal. Yeah. And we love that people are Googling it. <laughs> yeah. They really expect a lot out of Google. Well, you guys, thanks for hanging out with us while we pretended like we were celebrities on vox or who does that <laughs> the autocorrect yeah i don't actually remember yeah. no, I, I keep saying autocorrect autofill anyway i don't know how the internet works i'm an elder millennial <laughs> we hope that you too google and or duck duck go some of these weird questions and keep perpetuating the interest in our lovely little country but so help me, do not Google if Nepal is part of India. We answered it. <laughs> it's done. It's passed. Definitely Time to move on. not. No. The answer will never change. It's definitely <laughs> a no. No. No means no. No means no. <laughs>
Oh man. All right. Well, thanks for listening. As always, you guys are the best. We love hearing from you. Keep sending those messages. Rate our podcast on Apple Podcasts. If you get a moment, it really helps us out. Check out our Patreon, dudes. Mm-hmm. We really appreciate our patrons' support. Helps us keep the podcast going because podcasting is not free, contrary to popular opinion. It's really not. Okay, well, all that being said, um, I think I'm going to go. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah? Is that okay? Yep. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, well. Uh, okay. Okay, have a good uh, day. Talk to you later. Okay. Okay. Yep. All yep. right. See you later. Okay. Okay. Great. Okay. Great. okay bye. All right. This one says, why is Catman do famous? Describe briefly. <laughs> <laughs> that to me sounds like a Nepali student who's supposed to write an essay yeah. <laughs> about that. So they just typed in the essay prompt. To see if something the entire like class, the plus two class, all Googled the exact <laughs> same thing.